Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This insect-sized flying robot is powered by lasers, by Ellen Earhart. In 1989, two MIT artificial intelligence researchers made a terrifying prediction. Within a few years, wrote Rodney Brooks and Anita Flynn, it will be possible at modest cost to invade a planet with millions of tiny robots. Their paper, Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control, A Robot Invasion of the Solar System, argued that small, autonomous gnat robots would soon become cheap enough to solve problems en masse. Nearly three decades later, those millions of tiny robots have yet to take over, at least not exactly like Brooks and Flynn envisioned. While they were right in some ways... The world has more than 700 million active iPhones. The vision of the fast, autonomous, tiny buzzing bot is still a dream. Fly-sized bots have mastered liftoff, flight, landing, but all while bound to an outside power source. That is, until now. Sawyer Buckminster Fuller, a mechanical engineering professor from the University of Washington who is not related to the inventor of the geodesic dome, announced on Tuesday that his lab has freed this humming device from the wires that have constrained its range and movements. Instead, the robot has a tiny photovoltaic cell, a mini solar panel, that takes in power from a laser. Fuller wanted to follow biological principles, which meant deviating from mankind's most useful invention, the wheel. Most modern electronics, such as the electric engine, rely on some sort of rotary motion. Biology, on the other hand, usually involves more of an undulating pattern. For example, try making a wave with your arms. Next, try to imitate a spinning wheel. Actually, don't do that. It's painful. Fuller's bot has the rapid wing beating motion of a hummingbird rather than a helicopter, though the small scale means that the faux biological design takes up less power than an equivalent motor. The robot still uses a lot of power. There are no commercially available batteries that produce enough juice to power flight. The batteries for hearing aids are the right size, but too weak, according to Fuller. The laser delivers a higher voltage than what comes out of a U.S. electrical outlet, and only about a quarter of that actually gets to the device. It's a pretty inefficient way to get power to the robot, but the robot doesn't take much power, says Fuller. Now, just because this bot is no longer bound by a wire doesn't mean it's going to replace the bees that pollinate your apple orchard. The laser has to be less than seven feet away from the robot in order to give it enough power. 
and beams of light, unlike wires, are hazardous to human eyeballs, which means that these bots are not going to be free to play Johnny Appleseed anytime soon, but they can still help Fuller understand how to manufacture movement on a small scale. The fly is this great organism that represents a more approachable target for understanding the brain, he says. What the brain does is control motion. This is a problem that is much smaller and more approachable than trying to understand monkeys or cats. Outside the lab, insect-sized autonomous robots could prove as practical as their larger counterparts, the drones. Scientists are not likely to solve the power problem anytime soon, but these bugs can still be useful in short bursts. Their hoverability allows the bug bots to go on reconnaissance missions that the bigger robots are not well suited for. You could take a bunch of them, disperse them to gather local data, and go back to the mothership, says Xinyan Deng, a bio-inspired robotics researcher at Purdue University. The robots of the future could perform surveillance, track down pollutant leaks, and perform search-and-rescue missions in small, confined spaces. Nature has evolved for so many millions of years, says Deng. We can learn a lot from nature and build these systems to achieve certain goals. Insects have had 400 million years to evolve. It may take roboticists a few more years to develop equally invasive tiny robots. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money. 